This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Nestled in the heart of Tel Aviv is a modest museum that served as an authentic artist workshop. It belonged to Joseph Bau, who arrived in Israel in 1950, and during his 40 years of work, created animated movies, the original equipment he built with them, his paintings and graphic art. Through his art, one learns the story of Joseph, which includes him being a Holocaust survivor, a friend of Oscar Schindler, and a Mossad agent. His daughters, Slilia and Hadassah, will be guests of the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center this coming Tuesday evening at 7 p.m., when they will share both Joseph and his wife and their mother, Rebecca's role in saving Jews. I'm delighted to have one of his daughters, Slilia, join me now to tell more. Slilia, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you so much. Yeah. Still, your father sounds like quite a character and an amazing person. Right. What are your memories, your dominant memories of your father? Woo, so many. First of all, he was a fantastic father, uh, a fantastic husband. Like even though he he worked so hard and he he was uh, the first graphic, uh, one of the first graphic artist in Israel. He was the first animator in Israel. Uh, he was a painter and uh, an artist and a cartoonist, and he wrote 10 books. And one of his books is uh, also in English, uh, Dear God, Have You Ever Gone Hungry? His memoirs from the Holocaust. He researched the Hebrew language. We are the only museum in the world that is dedicated also to the Hebrew language. And he built the smallest uh, movie theater in the world. And I can go on and on and on. And And he had so much time for us. Like I remember he made for us Corwin and he made for me all kinds of uh, magic tricks uh, for school. So I'm writing a book actually now about it. And uh, because my, our parents were amazing parents and inspiration, not only for us. He had such a, a rich life. And I, I know when you talk together with your sister um, at the Holocaust Center on, um, on Tuesday evening, you're going to be talking more about his um, relationship with Oscar Schindler, who you met, who you saw as your grandfather. Yeah. And, and um, that kind of aspect on, on how he himself played a role in saving Jews. But the part about your dad that no one knew until he passed away was that he was a Mossad agent. How did you find out more about that? Yeah, I just want to add before that, that our fa- uh, ver- something very interesting. Our parents were talking about the Holocaust every day, uh, as opposed to other families that I heard that didn't. But there was Holocaust on the one hand, and there was a lot of laughter on the other hand, because my father was telling jokes all the time and fooling us all the time. And we, we never knew he's fooling us and we believed everything. And, uh, and, uh, but they, and my parents, both of them saved thousands, of but they never spoke about it. We found out about it later. And when finding about my father's uh, being a Mossad, that he worked in the Mossad, we were, um, completely shocked. He had an exhibition in the Knesset about the Hebrew language. And Shimon Peres and Ruby Rivlin, you know, who our, was both of our presidents, and uh, were speaking about uh, our father and other Knesset members. And 
My sister and I are sitting there completely shocked because he was unknown. And then someone got up and said, I will tell you something even the daughters don't know. Joseph Bau was the main graphic artist of the Mossad and he is the one who forged the documents for the spies. And my sister and I were sitting there completely shocked. And later, slowly, slowly, it took time till we believed because uh, all kinds of people started coming and uh, ex-agent or even spies came and told us secretly. And like my sister said, can I film you? He said, no, 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 no. And uh, told us. So actually he lived a double life and he lived a double life in the Holocaust. And uh, we had no idea. Like, uh, so this was unbelievable. Slila, um, you say he lived a double life in the Holocaust. What do you mean? Because he was forging documents Secret, like he, because he was an uh, artist, so the art saved his life because the Nazis looked for someone who knew to write in Gothic letters. Those were the letters that he knew how to write. And he did for them all the signs and all the graphic and paintings, whatever they needed. So he worked for the German police, for the Jewish police and for the Jewish underground. And secretly he was forging documents. And then after a while, the underground came to him and said, you know what? Uh, you saved so many people. Why don't you make for yourself a document and run away? And he looked at them as if he didn't understand even the question and said, wait a minute, but if I run away, who will save the others and stay till the last day? But people didn't know who is doing those documents because they kept him secret because they were afraid if someone will be caught and they, they'll torture him, he might say who forged a document for him. So... No one knew. It's absolutely fascinating story. He's an, it was, must have been an incredible man. Right. Can we talk a little bit about the museum and, and his workshop? Yes, please. Yeah. So he opened uh, the studio, uh, in Tel Aviv in 1960 and he built the smallest movie theater, like I said before. And uh, all the equipment he built by himself for animation. And in those years, even people didn't know what animation. And he did all the commercials that were in animation and for the movies. A lot, a lot of things. And uh, after he passed away, my sister and I turned it into a museum. And it's a very unique museum because, like, you hear all the things my father did. And uh, it's the only museum in the world that is dedicated to animation, to theater, to uh, calligraphy to uh, a research of the Hebrew language, to the Holocaust, and everything is in humor. Like, even while they were telling us about the Holocaust, you know, they were, my dad afterwards always, they were singing and laughing, and there was a very special atmosphere. And even the book that he wrote was in this special uh, style. So, uh, uh, and we have a lot of groups coming right now, tourists, but uh, we had a lot of tourists coming and schools and soldiers and the museum has a very strong message of uh, because how people, what they went through, they came out, they weren't depressed, they were always happy, uh, saving people. And right now we are in a danger of close, closer, closure within very soon because they want to tear down the building and build a new uh, building there. This uh, museum, uh, the Joseph Baum Museum, is not, uh, doesn't belong to us. We pay rent. We pay a very, very high rent. It, and, uh, the rent, everything around it costs us about 12,000 shekels a month. 
and the, the corona almost killed us, of course. It was a very hard time, or COVID-19, and now you call it in, <laughs> in South Africa. And, uh, and we came to a point that we had no choice to ask for donations from people, which we never did. And right now, the top, top floors of the buildings are empty. They are going for sale. And uh, we are afraid, you know, someone will buy it and then they will turn the building down. Our owner is just waiting for it to build there something. And you already told us that uh, the down and building a new building, we won't be there anymore. And we don't have money to buy it. And we don't have our money to move or to buy a new place. So we are in a horrible situation right now. And we are petrified what will happen. And it's really not good for our health even. And uh, we want to uh, keep this museum forever. And we we don't know what to do. Yeah, it's a very difficult situation, Lila. I mean, just, you know, we, we've spoken about your dad. We haven't spoken much about your mother, Rebecca. Um, I know, and I'm going to give this as a little teaser for those attending the talk. Your parents' wedding was the one that was featured in, uh, the Schindler, in Schindler's list. Um, right. and I'm sure you're going to talk about that. So these are the kind of memories and kind of history that, that needs to be preserved. And, um, you know, if anybody right. can help Slila or have any, has any suggestions, please be in touch with her. But in the meantime, Slila, you and your sister Hadassah, will be guests of the Johannesburg Holocaust Center this coming Tuesday evening. And you will talk more about your parents and specifically the role that they played in, in saving lives, Jewish lives, and also possibly your relationship with uh, Oscar Schindler. Um, and I know Tilly Natus herself is a Oscar Schindler survivor. So I imagine it is going to be an absolutely fascinating discussion. I'm going to leave that all as teasers because I know that if you would like to um, listen to them, you can reserve your place by going into Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide website, www.jhbholocaust.co.za, or phoning DOI on 011-640-3100. thank you so much for joining me and for sharing the story of your amazing um, parents. And all I can say is I hope you find a solution to your museum because it sounds like it's a history, a collective history in a way. You know, the story of the refugee, of the Holocaust survivor coming to, uh, to Israel and building a life for himself. So it's an important story that needs to be told. It's a, one of defiance and achievement and everything that, you know, we, we like to see. So thank you so much for joining me and good luck. Thank you so much. And I want to thank uh, Les Glassman who introduced us and to Tali. And uh, we are very excited for the Zoom and uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. That was Lila Bao, who is the daughter of Joseph Bao and the curator of the Joseph Bao Museum.